Hello and welcome back to the Caravan Club podcast. I'm your host, David. And I'm Brad. This is the first episode from the new uploading schedule. If you're not familiar with it, it's up on Facebook, but we're uploading one episode weekly. It'll be coming out every Sunday. One Sunday a month, we're going to upload a special episode where we'll have like guests or actual, uh, how do we say them, like topical podcasts where we actually talk about things. The rest of them are just going to be sort of a catch up what we've been up to, who's deed, who's shagging who, that kind of stuff. Uh, so today's the first special episode. We've got Michael and Chizzy, so I'll pass him over to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Chizzy. My name is actually Liam Chisholm, but just everyone's called me Chizzy for a young age. And I'm Michael. Um, I'm part of MC. We're a company which um, base our base our work around clothing, and we and we design our own clothing, um, in the in the whole streetwear market. Um, first off, I'd like to announce a giveaway that we're going to be doing as part of this collaboration um, with the Caravan Club podcast. Uh, the best way to find it is there'll be either a link under this description, I think, or there'll be something I'll post on Facebook as well. Um, the way to enter, there's going to be a secret code throughout this podcast somewhere, um, and you'll have to enter that. Um, and then I believe after that, there'll be a, a winner revealed. Aye. Got to be in it to win it, mind. Always got to be in it to win it. So, is this your first business venture? Uh, I know. We've done a... Aye, we've pretty much done a Foxtrot uh, about, what, when did we start that? About, was it 2018? 2018, yeah. Aye, surgeon, aye. So, started that, it's basically a computer company and we pretty much wanted to design PCs for people, well, make them and stuff. Like, they give us, like, a budget of, like, a grand, just for simple, and then we make the best performance PC for them and take labour money on the side. Oh, really? and, uh, so nice. pretty basic as that and then we tried to go and uh, was it contracting offices so we'd build like mass produce them basically yeah so the plan was to go into business to business and it was going to be maintenance of PCs providing PCs etc so it was more Aye. in the tech industry yeah. fair enough nice. so was that the only business venture you've moved on to before MC yeah so it was only Aye. business venture we moved on but we did have like further experience and and things such as actually going to different meetings and podcasts and all the rest of it and try yeah. to learn as much as we could about business. So Yeah. Uh, shout out, oh, sorry, I was going to say a quick shout out to Business Gateway, actually. They've actually been very helpful with everything that they've like done, especially in Foxtrot and really, really in MC. So what's Business Gateway then? Uh, basically, so uh, like just help small businesses, startups pretty much, just to give them... Like, could you get a what's what's Annie's job again? It's a a business, business advisor. A business advisor. Mm-hmm. Pretty much just put you in touch with loads of people, network you. So, <clears throat> so right now we're in touch with a marketing person just to help us market better. It teaches you a lot. You get good experience out of it. So you get lots of connections from it, and it's just very good for startup businesses. Very much recommend. Do you reckon that's how you've been successful at such a young age, starting a business? One of them getting advice is um, a massive thing. Yeah, it's, it's probably just been everything. Well, pretty much Business Gateway, I'd say, had a big thing to do with it. But I've also got to give credit to ourselves for, you know, actually doing it. and Not just that, just aye. actually having, having the balls to, to start up a business at a young age. Aye, um, it's difficult, especially when you're just try, like uh, starting out in like, jobs and stuff, so you're not going to be on the highest of wages and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's one of the things in business where the device is basically just start, like, that's the thing. Is that like the one piece of advice you'd give to someone? Just like get out and actually try. Yeah. Percent. Uh, what is it you say? Somebody said to you, Sergeant, uh, uh, the best way to learn about business is start your own business. Is that exactly? I mean, you can uh, go through all the theory from it, but you're never going to learn exactly everything from that. You have to uh, go and actually do it. See, like from where, because from where I see it, I see. Like the stuff you put on Facebook, I see the designs of the t-shirts and stuff, but like no one actually knows what goes on behind the scenes. So that's like kind of what we're trying to get into. Aye, Aye it's it's a lot more than it's just, uh, can, you, you kind of just see it as like, oh, it's just there and you just kind of think we made it, like it gets made and it's just there within seconds. But it's actually like about, oh, about a four, I think I planned out about a five or six week time we've got to plan for. So Is that, a- what's that for? So you spend five or six weeks? So that's pretty much for when we design, when we make the design, to when we've got it in house and can actually put it up on the website and start ordering it. Uh, well, you, the customers can start ordering it. 
So like within that six week period from like design to being able to send it out to customers, what's the process? What do you do in that time? Sergeant? Well, that's kind of the process is we need to design the t-shirt first. Um, so that's our main thing, which we did all ourselves at first. Um, after we've done that, we can then go into the sizing. Um, so they're called tech packs. Um, and eventually after a tech pack, we can then go down the manufacturer and, and discuss with them what we want, what materials, etc. Um, that'll then take about two two weeks to get made. Um, and come to us after it comes to us we can then send it to the photographers or the models whoever it may be that being street secret and i'm sure we'll get onto that in a bit a bit later um they'll provide us pictures then we can kind of work on it put it on the website and from there it's all marketing and advertising yeah and that's kind of happens within a six week period fair enough yeah nice yeah ah it's uh aye. it's quite so a i'd like to actually touch on another question um so starting off, what's the main thing that actually inspired the both of you to, to get into the clothing industry? Well, I should start with our wee, th- uh, our wee success story. Uh, I think business a couple of years ago, was it, Sergeant? Yeah, it was in business. Uh, aye, so pretty much we were meant to be doing homework. So we sat, so we got together, meant to be doing business homework and uh, never got done. We ended up just making an idea for a clothing company because we've always been like it we've always bought streetwear clothes like that's our style mm-hmm. and uh we ended up just started designing logos and stuff and that and uh, the backyard uh jotters and everything then i didn't have to have a pc at the time so we went around to surgeon's house and like whipped up a whipped up a logo and that and then uh had to get we photoshopped it onto like a six silk model and everything basically fair enough so Correct me if I'm wrong, but AMC is just Michael and Chizzy. Yes. Is yeah, there or uh, there's there's a more reason behind it as well. Oh, yeah. So the Michael and Chizzy is a part, but the mel- the mental confidence is also a massive part of the mission. Um, yeah. So that's a, that's our main thing. Why is that so important to your mission? Take this one, or do you want me to? Uh, on you go, man. Yeah, so mental confidence has been a massive thing in my life, um, especially. Um, so it was always something I stood true on, especially during school. Um, and it's more of a it's kind of just something we stand strong about and you need to believe in your business and obviously feel strongly about something in order to take it to the next level and that's kind of kind of why we stand for it yeah especially yeah especially in this day and age mental health is like quite important and it's something that sometimes doesn't get talked about enough yeah me and me and david know but like i mean if people are listening and they've listened to the podcast before i mean we've done like a whole episode that took us maybe Probably, I think it's like an hour and a half long, but it probably took us the best part about four or five hours to actually record because there's so much stuff that you oh, yeah. have to talk about. There's so much stuff you want to talk about, but actually getting the words together, it's like, as you say, having that mental confidence to actually just do it. Yeah. So I haven't really had anything myself, but like I say, people around me have, and it's just not nice to see you going through and stuff. Right. But I mean, I, th- I think that's good, good as well, because you're saying that obviously you haven't had any mental health problems before, but at least you know you're, you're standing up to support the ones that do. Yeah. So I think, you know, big, big props to you for that one. Hi, right, cheers. Um, That's quite interesting, I find out a bit, because I always just assumed that the MC was just Michael and Chizzy. Um, we're going in a different marketing direction yeah. now, um, so that's why you've not probably heard about it as much as yeah. probably could. It's quite actually, yeah, it's actually something that, again, Business Gateway sort of helped with this, is so we never actually... <clears throat> Know how to like sort of market, well, not even market, uh, what's the words? Like, advertise and market. Aye, pretty much. And we never had a, a, a proper mission statement, and then we like thought about it, and it just makes sense. You know, such a big thing in this day and age doesn't get talked about enough. And know, we want to be more than just a Colvin brand as well. That's fair enough. I mean, have you thought about, I don't know if you already do it or that, but like maybe adding like to your website when people are ordering, maybe getting like a donation thing to like mental health charities? Something we've discussed, we try to do, I mean this year we're trying to partner up with a mental health charity, um, there's a few in mind that we're thinking about, um, so let's just get into that stage really. Yeah, I was, I was actually saying, uh, know how in McDonald's, how when you buy something it says round up and then the rest of the round up goes to charity? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking something like that, but your order, Ken, round it up and then the rest of it will go to a charity. Mm-hmm. That'd be a good system to have. So drifting away from like the mission and like your statements and how your business is trying to get on, have you got any competition? Oh yes. Yeah. 
There's a competition never, in it. <laughs> well, we never actually realised how competitive the market is. And yeah, but it's good because we think like we look because uh, we have to do plannings and stuff, so we have to look at all our brands and like, say we always try and think what are they not doing right and what can we do better. Pretty much always looking to improve. So competition is healthy. It is. Well, it's always healthy. It's a very saturated market as well. I mean, you, if we even said to you, be inspired, Six Silk, you know, they're the massive market leaders. Yeah. And, and in terms of them, that's kind of what we're we're looking, aiming to be like, you know. Yeah. So Getting way up there. Yeah. If you, to go, if you want to go up to the very top, you could even say, like, <laughs> can I do this? One day, one day we'll one see. One day, it. one day. Exactly. Or get a collaboration with them. That would be something to that do about. Would, I, that would be... I. Oh, you so, Chizzy, what's your role in the business? Well, me and Sergeant pretty much have the same role, but we both take different tasks. Right. So we're both founders. So I'll handle, uh, for instance, I'll handle a bit of the lawyer and stuff. I don't reckon why, but I've always kind of liked law. I'm right, no okay. good at English at all, but I'll handle sort of stuff like that. And then Sergeant will handle the website and coding and stuff because he's a software engineer by day. Right, and so uh, I'm pretty much useless when it comes to that, and he's pretty much done the whole website design. That's fair enough, and uh, it is a good website. It's uh, not uh, like it is, it is your website here kind of thing. Uh, and he's even made it as well, so it's got good speed score and stuff. It even yeah. beats, it even beats like six up can be sometimes on speed score, doesn't it? Ah, uh, see there yeah, we go. So if you don't beat six up, at least you know you could try and update their software for a bit of money. <laughs> Only you if. never know, you never know. They've obviously got massive catalogues and they're massive in terms ah. of that kind of thing, so probably helps. So, Michael, what, what's like, Tizzy was saying you have like separate tasks and stuff. Tell us a bit more about the tasks that you do. I mean, I'm more of a delegator, so I'm kind of the person who oversees everything technically. Um, so I try and get everything <laughs> moving. Else to do it. Pretty much. So, delegation, <laughs> and I also try and work out. Um, the, obviously all the technical stuff which can be quite challenging at times uh, I'm the one who initially set up the website so it was kind of all me who does all the technical side of stuff and also your business plans your market strategies your social content plans all the rest of it so I think even I've done the market strategy one eh I know but <laughs> I helped you know I got to on some of your grammar we, we <laughs> right, let's calm it down <laughs> thank uh, you man keep it civil boys <laughs> nah but to be fair the MC takes the credit at the end of the day Aye. It's a two-way street, yeah. Basically, aye. Exactly. Dave, mate. Yeah. Over to you for some questions. Get firing into the voice. Of course. Come on. I was letting you have your fun, don't worry. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, one one of the things I want to, uh, want to know is what is your... Uh, like, let's say you're five years down the line. Mm-hmm. Um. Where, where where do you want to be in five years? What What is the end goal? Oh, God. Well, we have even talked about this just earlier. So they like, say, like you're being sick. <clears throat> They've pretty much just stayed in their market and just streetwear clothes. And we don't want to do that. Like, we want to open branches. We even want to do... We were even talking about, like, opening a... If we could, open a nightclub. Have a big MC nightclub. MC, you know, restaurant. MC barbers. Can we want to expand? We even want to do different types of clothes as well so your sportswear or any shoes and sunglasses we didn't want to be like we feel like they're just stuck in the mud and they're just like oh because we're good at that we'll stay at that we want to venture out and actually do a lot more the thing is time and fashion both change as well eh? so if they're sticking with that and that's how they're sticking they'll slowly just lose and lose more people because people just move on to the next thing so Hopefully that next thing can be us. I see. I see. That's the spirit. Um, got one more for you quickly. Yeah. Um, so tell us about your team. <clears throat> um, and what what their roles are within the business outside of obviously used to because we've we've heard about you. And how big is your team? Yeah, so we've got a team. We've got a main team of four. 
um, right now. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can obviously class other people as well, such as Business Gateway and, and mentors and stuff like that. Obviously, they're a massive help to, to us. Um, but if you want to start with just the MC team, we call them the MC family just because that's what we're trying to build. Like yeah. as they touched on there, we're trying to build more than just MC. It's meant to be a brand that people actually care for and want to invest in. We want you to feel like part of the brand when you buy something from us. Um, it's not just your typical oh, I've got clothes. You know, it's not. It's not that. Um, just now, I'm part of the family. Exactly, uh, that's exactly. what I mean. What, so, what, I make, what I make a good community? Exactly. So the team consists of me, um, one of our main, well, first ever artists in collaboration was Isla, and we went to school with her. She's very good at what she does. Um, there's a little blog on our website which you can check out about her. She's um, really, really good at art. And then there's Thomas as well, who we also went to school with. He's now coming on as more of a director role in terms of what me and Chizzy do as well. So it's it's um, a varied range of experience in terms of business and other things, but yeah. part of that, it's really good to work with different people and brainstorm yeah. stuff. Yeah, especially when you have like uh, just meetings with other people. I love being in a meeting because you just get to fit, you hear new ideas, you hear new strategies mm-hmm. and stuff. It's just, I, I love it and just meeting new people. Nice. So in terms of like the design on the clothes, mm-hmm. who comes up with it? Like, do you all sit in a big room and, <laughs> nah, and can... get your notepads out and start drawing? <clears throat> it can... Uh, we've had Isla do some of our designs, mm-hmm. so we'll just ask her if you can just do a design and she'll come up with something pretty good and then me and Surgeon will fit onto a top to make it fit, so she'll just draw, like for the simplistic rows, she literally just drew the rows and then we, me and Surgeon placed it on the top and then got the, the black around the cuff. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, and if not, I mean, in, t- in, in, in terms of design, is what well, I'll just jump in there. Uh, ah, fine, um, in terms of like clothing as well, so you've seen our basic clothing, where it's more your your, your streetwear type of stuff. In terms of like going out nightclubs, all the rest of it. Now, obviously, I said we're making a change in our marketing strategies and and our kind of adv- advertising and taking the branding really in a different dimension, technically. Um, so one of the tops that you guys, I think Bradley and um, Dave has actually seen both. Um, there's there's a design that we're releasing quite quite soon, which is more tied to our core values, which are um, staying positive, diversity, collaboration, dreaming big, um, and that'll hopefully be coming out soon. And you guys will get a sneak peek of that soon as well. Um, it's basically we're taking our clothes in a different direction instead of just trying to be like your bees and sick. We're trying to go in a completely opposite direction in terms of marketing, branding, um, and that's kind of the main way we want to take our business. We want people to actually feel that they're part of MC when they're wearing their clothes by sticking to our core values, sticking to our mission statements, sticking to the whole mental confidence side of things. So that's kind of the main part of it. I mean, what years have uh, what years have covered like over the last couple of minutes and that like uh, what you were saying about reading the blog post on the website is getting a sneak peek of the t-shirts. All of this can be found on your Facebook. That is very correct. Yep. MC Apparel Ltd or MC Apparel Clothing as well as you should find this on Facebook. Yeah. The link for the page will be in the description as well as on our Facebook page. We'll make sure it's up there. Um, but yeah, make sure you check that out because they do post a lot. They get you some of their ideas go up on there. Some random posts go up. You see all the t-shirt designs. You see the first on the market. Get your hands on stuff. Then you'll also see behind the scenes stuff as well. Um, we want to take you through the whole process of everything. Um, and that's kind of the way the content's going. Um, so make sure to, to keep up to date with that. I enjoy seeing that as well because like, it's very rare that you actually see what goes on behind the scenes and stuff like this because like, anybody can just go on a website and be like, that top's quite nice, let's order that and then it arrives at the door. But like you don't know what goes on behind the scenes and like some people like myself, I get quite interested. I'm like, right, what's going on here? Like I actually want to find out how it's been made, how it's got to me and stuff like that. People love journeys. People love stories. People love being taken through a journey in terms of what they're actually buying. Um, and it's one of the things that we probably didn't know in business at first. Um, it's you see nowadays m- most of the industry is all sell, sell, sell. You know, like buy this t-shirt now, eleven ninety nine. But there's no why. Um, the the main purpose behind actually selling and selling techniques is you have to explain why. You have to give a good a good story to why to pick your brand over other people. You know, and obviously the market is so saturated in clothing, so it's really hard to to make yourself unique. Um, so uh, us trying to stick by our by our true standards. I mean, for for example, Kalarna. Um, and clear pay and things like that. We actually refuse to use them. Um, yeah. Main people being main reason being is we see all the other brands using them, but since we stand for mental confidence, um, if you look at the majority of suicides within young men, it's typically suicide, and it's normally about above seventy percent. You know, it's it's not 
it's not amazing um, at all. And it's it's really quite devastating, actually. So when you look at that and, and you see things like Kalarna where you're paying stuff on finance for clothes, etc., and, and you're getting yourself into debt at such a young age, it just doesn't help the whole mental confidence thing. Um, yeah. It's something we stand firm about. So it's just it's small things like that that separate yeah. you. Yeah, something that's so easy to like send yourself down a hole with as well. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. you're looking through and you see something and you're like, ah, oh, well, I don't get paid for a couple of weeks, but I can get this just oh, now yeah. and pay for it later. But then you don't realise all the hidden charges you're paying for. Oh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, just before Christmas, I was like, I'll just, I'll buy all these things, but I'll buy all of them on corner, so I don't have to, to pay it until uh, pretty much after Christmas. And I had like, what, it was only like, well, it was only like about 30, 40 pound altogether that was coming off. But I was like, Ken, like, shit, I was like, uh, completely forgot about that, Ken. Aye, because you get everything and you're like, cool, and you start using it, and then you're like, oh shit, I'm going to get charged for this. And... Aye, I literally, I forgot, it gives you a weird reminder, oh, you've got a payment tomorrow, and I'm like, eh. Uh... <laughs> 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 your banks, you're like, oh no. Exactly, and, that, and that's the problem with it. I mean, it's, it's such a thing, especially when you stand for mental confidence and what it means to people, it's, it's such a thing, it can get you down a really bad path really early on, so. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. I don't like all two nuts, way. Right, so I think you briefly, very, very briefly touched on it a wee while ago, but you said something about Street Secret. Yeah. We did. So what? Street what? Secret, uh, they're, they're an online retailer. Um, they have a whole range of, well, range of brands, So you like your JD, for example. Yeah, and yeah. they have the big brands like Nike and all, all the rest of it. They're kind of ones focused on streetwear. Um and it was kind of our first ever, our first ever dealing with a retailer in order to get MC about, um, show off a bit more, and get people understanding what the mission is and and, and whatnot. So, yeah, they're an online retailer, and we work with them. Our, our stuff's on their website; you can go check it out. They do sales as well, so it's always good to have a look on their website as well. If, if we're not doing any sales, just to give a brief check. Um, but there's a there's a lot of good about them. They are, uh, from the business point of view, it's, it's an unbelievable deal to what we get. Obviously, oh, yeah. we can't touch on numbers, but in terms of what you get, in terms of photo shoots, um, getting listed on the website, yeah. the the money for shipping, all the rest of it, the the ratios are really really good. Um, yeah, just, so it was just, a no brainer for us. Yeah, it's just but, a, lot of, a lot of advantages outweigh the disadvantages on it. Like it's unbelievable what you get with them. I mean, because like as, as you were saying, like Michael's built up like a really really like amazing website and it's so like user friendly and stuff but having the ability to go onto somebody else's website and have your clothes on there as well it must be really good in terms of numbers i know you can't touch on numbers but like that must boost quite a bit oh yeah it's, it's just helpful you know it's just it's just more places where you want to be so you want to always be getting seen yeah and it's just on our platform to express mc and just get seen more get more people seeing us viewing us and I suppose we can relate in a sense because essentially when we set this podcast up, we're like, right, let's see if we can get into Spotify because we know 90% of people will use Spotify. Mm-hmm. So we found uh, our host, Red Circle. Big shout out. They've been brilliant with us. Um, so once you get onto Red Circle, they'll sort of like take some of your podcast and they'll be like, right, this is going pretty good. And then they sort of give you like a guide on where to go so then we started getting into spotify and then eventually they're like right well you know maybe it's time to start exploring different avenues so now we're live on apple Podcasts, google podcasts radio public yeah, I'm going to it's amazing to do it it's like obviously getting your name out there is, is, is a hard thing to do especially when you try to pick the right platforms and a lot of platforms will end up taking a, a solid amount of commission which obviously hurts profits um, it's so, so so what they offer is is, is it's kind of untouchable in terms of what we've seen on on the kind of current market. And since they're kind of new, as well, it's it's more I think we're trying to build with them. Um, so it's it's very much a, a partnership, and uh, instead of just a, a massive corporation trying to get money out of smaller yeah. brands. So it's it's really good in that respect. Yeah, and they've even got big plans. They were telling us uh, oh, they want to make an app and stuff, and I think they want to have it out by this year, basically. Which is just I don't know. I just always wanted to be an app. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Have you thought about that for your own clothes? Maybe making an app for it. Hundred percent. It's something we yeah. want to do, but um, obviously you need to have the the, the demand there for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of one of the things that you have to balance, right? Yeah. Yeah, especially well, not especially. I was going to say down the line, definitely. So how do the collaborations work then? Have you reached out to other retailers? Do they reach out to you? 
depends. So in terms of street secrets, since they were new, I think they were kind of looking for other brands to to join their their platform and, and actually grow. So initially, they reached out to us and we kind of just put it to the side and we're like, nah, we're not really interested in that kind of thing. Um, and then we started looking into it a bit more and, and kind of doing the data analysis on it and what's the, what the good parts are for us and what the bad parts are. And it was just, there were so many good parts to bad parts, but it was just kind of, it was a case of no-brainer. It was either by an influencer, um, like, I'm not going to mention names, but by an influ- influencer who might not have the highest reputation but have really good following. Yeah. Um, or go down the route of getting on a platform and just building that way. And what we stand for, obviously, it was just kind of a no-brainer to go down that route instead of paying 650 yeah. odd quid for an influencer, you know? So. Depending on who you're getting as an influencer, you know, it can, it can be, it can be some price sometimes, even gives you a wee fright. Plus, like, if you think about it logically as well, go, going by way of an influencer, you might find an influencer that's got like maybe 100,000 followers, but then through all the people that are following them, how many other people are they following? How many people are actually seeing their posts? But then how many people are actually clicking the link that they've got in their post? The main problem with influencers that we found, especially models, model influencers, is is the fact that you might see 31k followers or you might see 40k followers, but the thing is, when you go through their followers, you need to make sure they meet your customer personas, your target market. Um, And in terms of a lot of these people, they don't. Yeah, we we were thinking uh, when we got a model, like we saw the followers and that, and they were like, yeah, they're just gonna like this is just gonna be fl- sales are just gonna be flying. We sell, well, we sold out within a day, you know. But it doesn't like, work. Uh, yeah. Nah, you learn that. Nah, you need to like be careful when you're going with influencers. You need and to make sure you, you need to make sure they fit your brand right and make sure that they have a good engagement. And yeah, just pretty much make sure they meet your customer persona. You'll find a lot of influencers also follow other influencers, hence why their follow count oh, yeah. can be quite big. Um, yeah. And obviously you'll get them then coming. And that's one thing. See, if you're new in the clothing industry or any industry in that matter yeah. that's revolved around product and not a service, is you'll find people who they see you're maybe young, like a young business, um, and, and they'll just they'll just pound you with messages on Instagram like, oh, I can offer you this oh, yeah. deal. And nine times out of ten people take them. And that's one thing we've learned in business that you, you need to be very oh, diligent. The deal straight away. Exactly. Yeah, you need to, you can't jump into things straight away. Um, and the first price you always get might not always be the, the price that they, they would go to, you know? So yeah. there's a lot more to it than just... Um, hop on exactly. Yeah. exactly. There's a lot more. And I, I feel like a lot of brands do that. They hop on the trend. They're like, oh my God, this massive influencer has got in touch with me. So I'm going to pay for them, you know? It's, oh, no. it's, it's not as easy as that. And I mean, we've been... The most influencers we've went through who have maybe reached out to us, we use a... I used a website called Heapsy and they basically show the engagement ratios. Um, and there was someone with 2.7 million followers who was only getting 0.1% engagement. Wow. Um, and that's not something you expect, you know. And then you're talking maybe 700, 800 pounds for a post from them. So Actually, it's I was going to say, do you want to say, you want to talk about that? Uh, who it was actually and how they managed to go with Street Secret instead of these influencers? Like how we, uh, how we thought they were the better option? Let's do it. Give us the gossip. <laughs> I'll let you sure. take it. Right, right. So, pretty much we had been put in touch with our manager. Right. So, this is a time we were kind of deciding what would be the better option, a really big influencer or street secret. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we got put in touch with our manager. And it was Scotty. Do you know who Scotty T is? Yep. Yes. Uh, him. He got in touch with us. And then uh. he put us through to his manager. And then this manager told us all the people that <coughs> all the people it does work for, and another one that it does work for is Stephen Bear. Know him? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in the media a bit recently. Uh, but, uh, so we were pretty much just deciding what one would be better, and then ultimately we went with Street Secret, which is by far the better option, especially the fact these two people have been in the. They've been uh, slammed. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so we're quite very, very thankful that we just steered clear of that. You know, sure, uh, Bear's just set up an OnlyFans or something for himself as well. Uh, must be getting bad. Well, <laughs> that's, uh, that was what Scotty, that's what I think Scotty T said to us. He was like, 
I am something like my engagement's really good right now because I've just set up my OnlyFans and we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where the collaboration goes. Maybe he wears your t-shirts while he posts oh, <laughs> oh, that'd be an interesting one to see. Oh, but, uh, yeah, really... the, the overall uh, conclusion of this is be very careful. Go for the yes. influencers you go for. It's always a good thing. Don't get me wrong to get your name on the back of celebrities. But there's there's good and Aye. bad publicity, and I firmly believe that. I mean, people will say any publicity is good publicity, but there's levels to these things. Yes. Nah, yeah, hundred percent. Ah, you need you need to watch. Just be very careful, and just make sure you do your research first before you make any sort of decision like that. I think I'd be questioning anybody that bought t-shirts off of seeing it on someone's OnlyFans as well. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really nice top. Where can I get one? <laughs> Especially, I mean, especially if they stand for things like mental confidence, you know, keeping people uh, mentally aware, it's kind of, it's a bit, um, bit difficult. Uh, I was even looking at some of the story, some of the articles about some of them, like for uh, years you ago. You were sitting scrolling through their OnlyFans to make sure you uh, were banging into the exactly. right Exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, I might have a very bad article about Scotty T. He had told people to quit their jobs and take up gabbling as a full-time job. And then you're thinking when that when mental confidence coming in, I think like gambling is quite can be quite linked to mental confidence, you know. Hundred uh, percent. So I just I just want to take this minute here to say for the giveaway, the secret code is indeed cat. So if you're entering, make sure you enter cat. Cat, by the way. I just need I was going to say just in case you reckon how to spell it. It's just cat. Just cat. Make sure you hit cat. Nothing else. Cat. If the options tell you cat, you click cat because you want one of these t-shirts. I will agree with that. Yes. I've wore like, I think I've got three in one of the hoodies and genuinely the most comfy pairs of street clothing I've ever bought myself. So. Uh, see, I, I, I was holding out for the cat discount or the giveaway. Dave's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to enter myself five million no, times. No, if anyone's like, uh, I'll just see my cat walk to my room. <laughs> <laughs> Discussing beforehand, how are we going to give away the secret code? And we're like, oh, my cat came in my room. No, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> David, you didn't have a cat, huh? <laughs> oh. So how how are you, how are you doing outside the business? Good man. Um, I mean, I'm software engineer by day, so I'm, I'm kind of consumed in that. Um, but yeah, that's my life. Um, not bad. I do. I do actually feel like. The thing is, outside of business is kind of a difficult question for me because I actually really enjoy business as a whole. So it's kind of one of the things that I focus on anyway, um, no outside doubt. of business. So is it something that you're really focusing about, like, or like focusing on the whole time? Have you kind of in, like integrated business into your day to day lifestyle? Hundred percent. I mean, it needs to be in order to be successful. You don't. You can't just sit around. You know, it's not as easy as is it just blown up. People have launched something, think it's fantastic, and then all of a sudden they're they've ended up with nothing. You know, it's this. There's so much to it. It's, it's people think. I mean, from the outside, me, me and Chizzy were talking about this the other day. Like from the outside, people look at it and kind of Brad, you touched on it a bit. It just looks like it's an, another T-shirt uploaded, you know. But there's so much behind it. There's not just that. Um, there's the planning phases and there's the, the there's the actually getting on the back of models and having to wait that. There's there's lead times. There's been six months ahead and plans. Um, and obviously, we've got massive plans and coming up in the future as well that we're looking to do in 2021 which can only really take MC in a, an even better direction tell us about them tell us about tell us as much as you can about the plan <laughs> hey, about 2021 so by the end of this year we're going to be, be millionaires millionaires that's, <laughs> that's we're going to be <laughs> I mean, that's always the dream uh, <laughs> nah but in terms of MC it's um, it's it's basically one of our main things is focusing on collaboration. It's a massive thing for us. Um, we want to give people the uh, basically the platform in order to, to show off their work creatively. Um, we're getting in on that. We're getting in on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as soon as there's... you start making that professional bank, you'll be sponsoring the show. <laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. That's right. what I mean. I mean, one of the... Mayor... Yeah, on you go. I was going to say, the mere places you see MC, they better, because it'll be in your head. All right. Exactly. Right. And in terms of that, I mean, the... Comp... the... This year, I can say we're working on a competition um, that's going to revolve. Uh, that's going to revolve around getting artists to work with MC. Um, yeah. In terms of, there'll be maybe a cash prize. There might be you might even get your own product uh, yeah. made for MC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of 
what we can touch on so far. And um, would there be a multiple choice entry? <laughs> <laughs> David get the answer. <laughs> Maybe uh, not quite. <laughs> thing is, it's, it's going to be like I said without going into great detail. It's you know it's try to focus again going back to your mental confidence as well because it's trying to get people doing something other than just sitting in the house all day. You know, get get their minds ticking. You know, being creative. I, I want to know more about this competition, actually, because uh, my partner, she likes to draw and um, she'll sit there for, like, I've seen her, like, hours on end, days, like, some days she'll just sit in bed and she'll sit and draw for hours and hours. And oh, yeah. I'll take, like, a quick glance over and I'll be like, that's, like, amazing. But she's right. just sitting there and she moves on to the next thing and she keeps on drawing. Yeah, so, so this competition... There's, well, the competition, it's, there's going to be levels to it. So originally, it's going to focus on young people in terms of younger than us. Um, there's going to be, hopefully, a lot of people involved. Um, a lot of people. Um, and there's a reason for that that we can't touch on. If you are talking on like younger generations getting into it, have you thought about maybe like... Uh, Oh, I don't know how you would word it, like trying to collaborate with like maybe local schools, stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, you've kind of just hit the nail on the head there. Spoilers. And we'll just end it there. <laughs> we'll end it there. Right, goodbye. But no, there'll be there'll be there'll be opportunities for people like your, your partner, obviously, to get involved with these kind of things as well. Yeah, it's just just kind of. Like I say, without going into great detail, just a kind of trial. That's what I was, that's about all we'll see. I like the idea. Gone, then. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the best part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be really good as well, because again, it establishes, try to build a community, make MC feel like a family. Yeah. You know, you know be a part of it. Going full circle. Yeah. No, try and stand out, be different. Maybe when it's launched, we can come back on and explain it in a lot more detail, you know? Yeah. 100%. You're welcome to come back anytime. Perfect. Anytime you want. Just shoot us a message. We right. need content. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, how about next week then? Well, well Brad, Brad needs content. I'm just here for the, the free content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in terms of the... I mean, yeah, can't wait to get the link to this giveaway. <laughs> Maybe there'll be a Caravan Club po- uh, podcast only fan set up. You never know. Oh, no. <laughs> can, right, can I just say, the did he make it too dear? Eh? I've got to watch our bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know bank. Hey, bank if you want, we can, we can add a yeah, corner for you, Tizzy. Yeah. <laughs> I better be seeing good stuff, though. Oh, of course. I, I mean, if you want, you can always pay for the collaboration and we'll wear your stuff while we're posting. Oh, that's even better. There you go. Brandon, awareness is getting out. Okay, and people are just doing what they're doing on OnlyFans. I'm like, hmm, that top's quite nice. <laughs> I'm gonna that, buy that's that what you top. need, you know. I, I'm going to buy that top after I finish what I'm doing. I'm sorry that's... to burst your bubble, but I doubt anyone would go on OnlyFans to, to look at a top. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know what you didn't care what type of people. This is premium cotton, David. But I could just just see there trying to rub it. Like this is the comfiest top ever wore. (laughs) To be sure, again, you've actually smacked the nail right on the head. (laughs) Sitting twiddling it in between my fingers, I'm like, this is so good. (laughs) Here you go. Oh, have you got anything else for us, boys? I mean, I'll add, I'll touch on the five-year plan a bit because I think I think um, Liam touched on it kind of quite briefly. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa! Why didn't call me Liam there? Oh, oh sorry, Chizzy. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, on, I'm used to it now. You know, I'm used to it. When I get in the state of mind, I'm in the state of mind. Exactly, I'm in business mode right now. Yeah. So for the five-year plan, um, I'll kind of touch on the next year plan. Um, obviously, we're going to be highly focusing on collaboration and building the backbone MC on that. Um. It's hundred percent something we want to do. It's it's more of a people's brand instead of just another company. You know, we don't want people yeah. to just think, ah, MC, the place I buy clothes, cool, that's it. But it's going to be more than that, and we're hundred percent sure it's going to be more than that. Um, so that's kind of this year's main focus is getting that all set up and running because that's it's not an easy process. It's a long process to get where we want to be with that. Um, 
for the year after that, obviously, hopefully we've built ourselves up a, a quite a quite a strong reputation in terms of people know who we are, especially in the local community first, because obviously you can't yeah. build a brand global straight away or or even in the UK straight away. So not that you'd want to anyway. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a hard supply and demand ah. as well. I mean, especially with the whole import fees and stuff that Brexit can put on you, it's, just, ah, it's affecting Denny, everything, you know. Denny, Denny. Let's just not talk about Boris <laughs> and his plans, right? Trigger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, but ah. yeah, so in the second year, we want to focus on building up catalogue in terms of both collaborated artists and us ourselves, um, releasing different kind of different content and then just kind of keep building from what we had as a backbone hopefully this year set because the last year in businesses for MC has kind of been more of a learning experience than anything else yeah. it's been it's been pretty hectic in terms of learning there's a lot more to business than what you learn in business uh, in oh, business yeah. class in, in school I tell you that much um, yeah. I've actually got um, a question this is just out of curiosity yep. um, so from obviously for however long you've you've been um, working you know on on MC um, like, would you say that to build up a business, would you need, like, is it required to actually have um, a business background or do, to, to, to go to college or, you, you know what I mean? To actually... oh, yeah, uh, I know what you mean. See if you go back to business, I'm pretty sure, uh, well... We were never good in school uh, in terms of business, put it that yeah. way. I mean, we, we tried to avoid classes as much as we could and obviously business was something that we took a liking to um in yeah. terms of but the thing is even then we never even worked on business stuff it was more of coming up with ideas for businesses on our part um it's crazy to think about that but i mean business to go to college and stuff is, is obviously a bonus because you get a high level understanding but like i said earlier on if you can spend all these years going through the theories, going through everything about business, learning the ins and outs in, in theory, but as soon as you come into business, it's a completely different scenario. Oh, it's, yeah. it's so different. I mean, the, the roadblocks we've hit, the highs oh, yeah. we've had, the lows we've had, um, everything along that. I mean, we've wasted tons of money on advertising the first ever year we did it because we had not a clue what we were doing. So yeah, there's yeah, a, the, you know, a lot to lose. Yeah, it was just kind of hitting and hope. Are you back in the profit region now, though? Oh, um, we've never it. really, aye, we've never actually not been in the profit region without going into great detail with it. Yeah, never oh, been out of the profit region, but we've never aye. been, um, obviously hitting below. behind. The, we've never been hit. We've been hitting maybe below our goals sometimes, and sometimes yeah. maybe above where we think we are. Um, I, I mean that's normal for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, in the first year of business, some most businesses are lucky to even break even. Um, and obviously, oh, yeah. it's getting funded through ourselves as well. So it's it's managing that that finance as well. There's a, the, the, the money side of business is so complex. Um, there's so many different avenues to it. Um, oh, yeah. So it's just, it's just learning that, you know. I mean, going back to what David was saying about needing to go to college and needing to go to university and stuff. Now, like, not to like name names or put anybody on a wall of shame oh, right i went no. to school with both of you right? oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no we did not get the best education no we actually <laughs> none of us got no. a great education see if you look we went to a school called new battle high school if you actually look in all the schools in scotland there's like 340 we were like 337. Uh, couple, couple articles. There'll be some stories on the school. Oh yes, it is. <laughs> Aye, it is honestly. But the thing is, I feel quite bad because it's not actually doing to the teachers. Like, it's, come on, really. Like, the people get employed. Aye, yeah. Aye, really. I mean, I listen. You've you've actually proven that. I mean, you didn't need an education. No. I mean, look, look at this. The thing is, I, I sometimes think about that as well, because, like, obviously I went to the same school as, but, like, you came out with a lot more qualifications than I did. But I look oh, really? back and I'm like, I'm actually doing kind of all right for myself, if you get what I mean. Like, I'm proud oh, yeah. of where I am just now. I mean, if you th if you think about it, like, I mean, this, this, this is the way I've always thought about it. And it's, it's kind of a weird one, because obviously you see people leave school with, you know, t ten, like, ten times the, the qualifications that you have. Oh, yeah. And then two years down the line, and you, you see that you're actually in a better position than they are. Yeah. It, it's you know, actually I was, was, was going to say, again, me and Sergeant were talking about this earlier, but 
Uh, we, oh, I don't know about him really, but I'm actually not a big fan of university. I feel like people just get, like, people with good guys just get trapped and just, like, want to pursue more qualifications because they're too scared to go into the world, maybe. Yep. Because, mm-hmm. like, Sergeant has an amazing job, like, a software engineer, and then at some point, if, if this doesn't work out, which hopefully it will, to the best abilities, he will be employing people who have done six years of high school and maybe four or five years of university and he'll be in charge of them and he never went to uni, you know? It's it's a crazy thought to think about. I mean, just going back and touching on what David says about sometimes you see people with all these qualifications and your level's above them. Yeah, I'd just like to give a quick congratulations and a big shout out to David for uh, becoming a manager. Oh, <laughs> so, um, oh yes. Congratulations, David. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean there's different things to it. I mean school the thing is about new battle as much as like obviously we touched on the downfalls, the good parts was it was it it wasn't your generic school, so oh. the relationships I had with teachers were fantastic. And yeah. um, I don't think there was any it kinda built me up to the person to be fair that I am now in terms of social aspect and, and obviously yeah. learning about stuff and it found kinda taught me what I was interested in in terms of tech as well. So it's yeah. It's one of the things where it's like you take the good and the bad. Obviously, the bad was the fact that the school has obviously a, a, not a great reputation. Very, very bad. The, the, exactly, and, and I mean the good side to it was the teachers who were actually involved oh, yeah. at the time I was there. They were always really good to me. Great people working under shite conditions. <laughs> I, 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 I actually had a brilliant relationship with one of my teachers. Uh, I think if you remember our Brad, Miss Shaw, or she was called uh, Miss Walker. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Me and her, honestly, aye, big, big shit. She, honestly, what a legend. She helped me throughout school. Like, like, she just loads of things, like, in my personal life and whatnot, and how to deal with stuff. And I would literally just walk out, like, say, walk out. I would disappear for classes and literally just go and sit in her class, Ken. Just talk to her. Legend. I, I remember just walking out of classes and disappearing just away from school. <laughs> I, I, I told my math teacher, I was like, right, this is actually a wee funny story about a segue. I was like, I'm going to go down to the vending machine to get a can of juice, so I bite it back and forth, but she let me do it. And I had actually bought a kettle so I could make cups of tea in school. So I brought it into school <laughs> and I actually was making myself a cup of tea. And then I came back up about 40 minutes later because I ended up just pissing about, Ken, just bantering. And then I went back up straight, where have you been? And how you got a cup of tea? And you didn't get any for the And I was just... Knows you how good the reputation of our school was. That you could just walk out of class, make yourself a cup of tea and show back up 40 minutes later. Because the problem was, we wanted to make teas and coffees, but you had to sneak into the staff base to use the hot water. So I ended up just buying a kettle, and then we had lockers, so we used to store tea bags and sugar in them, and like milk. <laughs> and then I was just, I was a kettle, it's a wee, it's a wee dinky thing, I've still got it, it is honestly my pride and joy. It's it probably the slowest kettle ever, but... The remainder's in I, you. <laughs> honestly, I love that wee thing. <laughs> Oh. It was fun in terms of that kind of stuff. I mean, I I used to value sleep more than I did school at one point, though, so that was kind of my problem. Especially, I, I mean, I had an English exam once, and uh, <laughs> I, I woke up at the t- I woke up at the time half six in the morning, getting ready for the exam and whatnot. And I woke up and I was like, I'm shattered. What do I value here more, this exam or sleep? And I tell you what, I put my head back down and I went straight back to sleep. I woke up to about four or five phone calls. Why are you not here? Why are you not here? I was like, Ah, sorry, I just slept in there. <laughs> So that, that was masculine. Um, so that was, I mean, that's that's no that's a disclaimer. Though stay in school, school's important. I uh, know, do stay in school. Uh, stay I know, in school. and I know even not even just for your qualification side, but I loved the last two years of school. Good, good experiences. Aye, best years of my life. I mean, pe- people. I mean, it's, it's good that we we say stay in school, but I mean, we've just. Uh, I'd, I'd yeah, I would personally stay in all six years of school. I wouldn't go to university after it though. Maybe maybe college to just get a bit more experience, but that's about it. I mean, look at me, I've done that. I <laughs> I we both, me and him both stayed in school till six years. Um, and obviously, I went to college two years of the six, so it was it was kind of it was kind of handy for me. I left. Uh, I left after four years of school with hardly any qualifications, but I went on to do college. I was only intending on doing one year of college, so I did preparation for armed forces. Mm-hmm. And like my sole intention was just to get in the army. It'd be my sole intention for maybe like 10 years beforehand. Yeah. 
And then coming up to like the end of that college course, I started applying and stuff, but then I got knocked back medically. Oh, yeah. So I was like, all right, now I'm kind of in a bit of a rut because that's like my whole like past 10 years where I've been like, right, uh, it's cool because I don't need qualifications. I'm just going straight into the army. Yeah, that's just kind of your plan just. Yeah, the plan just sort of crumbled around me. So I was like, well, what do I do? So I stayed in at college and I moved on to mechanics just as sort of like having a trade. Yeah. And then uh, when COVID kicked in and the college started shutting and that, I sort of like took a week to myself where I was like, right, I can't do this. It's like, it's boring me stupid. I'm not getting anything from it. So I was just, I was looking for a job really, just any sort of job. And I came across the listing for what I'm doing now as a prison officer. And I was like, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. You know, that sounds quite interesting. I applied and here I am. I've got a career. I've got a pension. Oh, yeah. I've got a secure job. Thing is, there's like there's plenty of opportunity to move up in that, and you wouldn't think exactly. so. You can't. Oh. Is your plan to go? Is your plan to make podcasts full time though, or what's your plans? Uh, I mean, me and David have always spoke about it. I mean, when we first came up with the idea of the podcast, it was always just like you know we could record now and again, post it now and again, and we just have it as like you know sitting down and having oh, a talk. But yeah. I mean, at, at the same time, just I mean, even outside of the podcast, I mean. Brad, you'll, you'll know yourself. How busy has it been, I mean, for both of us over the, what, the last year and a half? It's been ridiculous, yeah. I mean, we, we posted the initial, we posted, what, we posted three, I think. And then there was probably about, I think it was like eight months before we posted again, purely because, like, I was getting in a manu job. David's trying to move up in his work and stuff. But then outside of that, we've got all those things going on with personal life. I mean, I've moved out. David's in the process of moving out. Oh, congrats. It's like it's just ridiculous the amount of stuff that actually goes on in the background. But now that we're we're both semi comfortable with what we're doing, where we are in life. So I mean, the podcast now we're trying to stick to the schedule and get one out a week, even if it's just like twenty minutes where we sit and talk to each other. Yeah, yeah I mean, the best bit of advice I've had, and this is kind of going to go towards you guys as well. I mean, there's some guy called Scott Fairgrave. Um, shout out to him. He was he's he owns Rise. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, he owns the trampoline park, and he said to me. Always do as much work you can the next day, so you can take the day off. The next, well, you we can take the next day off. Um, and obviously, the thing is about that: if you keep getting yourself into that mindset, you'll send yourself on Friday, and you've completed everything. Um, so it's the same for the podcast. Um, if you want to take a break, just try and power through it. I mean, it's the same thing in business. If we took breaks, oh, yeah. nothing would move, you know. So it's... we have tried in the past. It was sort of like we were like, right, well, if we record like three episodes today, then we've got like the next three weeks set up. But then when you actually record them, you're like, we've sort of blown through everything we wanted to say in three podcasts and the one podcast, so we're like, right, we've got one episode. <laughs> I feel like now, though, um, I mean, obviously the situation we're in before with you know, personal life, Brad getting his new job, you know, me getting my promotion and that, um, I feel like like this podcast that we're recording right now, I feel like this is like, I'd say the start of something new because, I mean, Brad, you know, Brad's moved in. I'm going to be comfortably, you know, moved out soon. Everything's going to be good, and then hopefully soon, who knows? COVID might be over. Being optimistic, there. We'll see you in five years. Not to get any hopes up, right? But do you used to go to the go to the old pub or an old club. We do that. Well, just to get every spirits up, eh, they're thinking hopefully about uh, giving bouncers like test kits, so pretty much uh, gets results within about 10, 15 minutes. Aye, but imagine, right, just picture the scene, right, you're gone up right. into town, you're already half smashed from the train or the bus on the way in, right. and then you get to the club, and some bouncer that's you're already got to have a problem with, because you've got to ask you for ID, because you look about 12-year-old, he's now asking you to stick your nostrils out as wide as you can, so he can jam a swab up there. You're half human, it's free to, to be honest, I think bouncers are the most gentle. Aye, <laughs> the thing is though, right? You, I've waited in line. Uh, well, I think the longest club line I've waited in is about five ten minutes. So it's like they just got you waiting in line just for an extra five ten minutes. Like it's not going to be. Listen, that, that's crazy because I waited twenty five minutes to get into Asda the other day. This is a new club, lads. Oh, what's the world going? Uh, you see, Ken, what is it? It's when you're standing outside and it goes red and it goes green. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean that actually. Oh, I mean at the start. Where they were only like I was queuing out for because I was working nearby and I went into Sainsbury's to get some lunch, and mm. the, the queue was massive because they were only allowing like eighty folk in or something, and it's a like, massive shop. And the, like, dude, the, 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 I, this is what I find mental, right? 
See, see, like before COVID and that, when you were in Aye. the shop and you're just in your shopping. Aye. Did it ever look like there was eighty or more people in there? Like, That's ever. a good point, though, actually. They're like you. You only see like seven people, and most of them are the people that work at the checkout. Okay, what is? You actually see the same couple of people all the time because they're going <laughs> off to the same hills. <laughs> That's it. And you're like, oh, there's only like seven, eight people in here. Uh, and then you're sitting in queue because they're only letting in 80 and you're in there for about 20 minutes. You're like, why is it like, how's there that many people in there? Oh, day. It's ridiculous. It's just, uh, just I... Just people panicking. <laughs> need yeah. my toilet roll. I <laughs> <laughs> my... Oh, God. I mean, I, mean, I, mean I, I can give you a funny story about Jersey that you may not have made discuss it. Oh, no, discuss it anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, there was one time where he was on the toilet, you know, doing the, doing the deed and, and whatnot, and um, he looked back to his uh, toilet roll holder and he oh, realised, no. Oh, oh, no, there is nothing there. So what am I going to do? So he decided to phone his boxers. No, but he, he 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 called me and I said, "Not a chance am I coming up to you as well with a toilet roll, no danger." So <laughs> then he, how far, how far uh, at the time? Ah, that's two minutes away, but I cannot be bothered getting out of my house. Yeah. But uh, I know a friend did. Because he, uh, like, nah, you're not pulling me, you need to come <laughs> in. Just business, man. Hey, why, why did I even go to a business with a guy who didn't give me a bog roll? <laughs> I like how you say it was a loaner bog roll. Like, ah, I, I would have been able to put him in our one. Hey, no, but it was harsh times, though, because you have to remember the whole COVID situation was going on, so I was oh, not giving out any of my. Thank you, man. To protect myself. Too right, mate. Safety above all else. Exactly. Smart. So I had to phone someone else to come around, and it actually came into my house. Thank God the door was not open. Like, I came, gave some ball girl, but made, but made me pity for it. It's like recording me. He's like, so what do you need to do? What do you need? I just gave him a ball girl. Uh, he's, like, oh, like what's he's, he's like, what's the magic word? You know, you know secretly, um, he was recording because he has a, a, a secret OnlyFans business going on. At the time, were you were you actually wearing the MC then? No, I thought we didn't have MC. Did uh, they have, I don't think uh, MC was I a thing at the time. Would have been, uh, about, maybe even two years ago. God, time flies. Yeah, time does I fly. Feel, I feel old. Especially when you're on the, you know, on, on the pan with no blog girl. What's that? <laughs> what age are you? Uh, I'm 19. You're 19. You have to think Absolutely. about that there. I, I am old, mate. <laughs> David, how old are you? I'm 19, mate. But I, didn't <laughs> I, but I, I'm just starting to make noises when getting out of bed in the morning. So that's me done. Just lifting a joint, like can <laughs> moving, can what I mean, like just cracking and shit. Like what, what's going on? Oh. It's a big no. It's a big bad. You get uh, you you get lucky. You don't have to go to your bed till like half eleven. I have to get mine at seven. And I just roll out and go and work from home. My bed at five o'clock every morning. Monday morning, I need to get up at half four, man. Come oh, on. Aye, Sergeant, you've got this easy legs. Quite easy, aye. aye. I do. I do. Chill after work. Remember, Chiz, we have to finish my work at eight, and then I'm straight to MC work. You know, That's the... uh, he's constantly working, though, Chiz. Exactly, have... constantly working. <laughs> <laughs> nah, there's definitely breaks between there, playing Rocket League and whatnot. Oh no, uh, it's, it's when you. It's when you. Uh, I'm pretty sure you phoned me at one point, and I'm like, you know, might be working. He's like, aye, but I'm bored, so I'm cycling Rocket League. Want to jump home with me? <laughs> I'm like, oh sure, getting paid to play games. Technically, dream job, pro gamer. Fair enough. All right. There you go, can't be complaining. Right, quickly before we finish, I think uh, David just touched on it a bit, like this podcast that you're listening to, hopefully still listening to, by the way. You've probably uh, lo- lost us about 10 minutes ago when we started uh, talking about bog roll and sitting on the pan. <laughs> <laughs> if you're still here, then you're dedicated and we like you. Yes. As you were saying about this podcast, I mean, this is the start of something new for us because we're actually moving into the point where we're pushing ourselves to get at least an episode out a week. It might be 20 minutes. Don't complain about it. It's still, you know, we're still firing at the content. And once a month, you can listen to us for hours on end like this. Mm-hmm. If you really want to. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't, to be fair. But, yeah. Uh, I think as well, um, another thing that, I mean, I've, I've just had a thought there. Obviously, me and, me and Brad will have to discuss it. 
Um, yeah. But I don't know. We've got a week it just now because then we're committed to it. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Something, something small to begin with, like a monthly giveaway. Oh. Um, oh. Something small. Wait, I'm going to tell you right now, good marketing strategy, good engagement. Thank you, thank you. Focus on the... Uh, focus on the... that one in the mirror this morning. Can I'm I... glad. Yeah. Okay, of course we can in there. Good. I'm going to want... It's rigged. This, this <laughs> month, um, we'll not do a giveaway though, because you've got uh, the MC giveaway to enter, which will be going live on both our Facebook, and I believe MC will be putting up. Yep, we'll be putting up as well. Uh, of course, no one will be so, <laughs> Your cat drones are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> basically to enter the giveaway there'll be a link on both our facebook and mc apparel's facebook page which will be linked down below in the description if you haven't already followed them make sure you give them a like um but basically you just tap on the link enter your email address i believe it's just your name that you need and then there'll be a multiple choice the secret code was earlier on in the podcast so if you made yes. it that far congratulations you might win yourself a t-shirt yeah anything else from either of you boys not ah, for me. Good luck ah, to you guys on the podcast. Ah, though, I feel yeah. and we hope to get you back on and maybe like if we don't hear from you sooner, but we'll get you on in a year's time to see how your plans went. Of course. Ah, they were, they were in a year's time, we will be millionaires calling it this day. <laughs> yeah. it's, not not it's, just your plans, our plan is... Ah, plans yeah. as, well. just, just, <laughs> as Del Boy would say, this time next year, we'll be millionaires, Roder. Yes. Yes. Like a man that can quote only fools and horses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, yes. Boys. Um, Anything else from you, David? No, I just want to say um, good luck, and I really respect you a lot for actually, you know, starting at a young age and, and just working your asses off day and day. And you're pretty well at it as well. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. I appreciate it, man, and I wish you luck for your podcast. Hopefully, it'll blow up. Hopefully, this is the episode that blows up. <laughs> you're perfect marketing for you as well. Eh? Oh, no, you know it. <laughs> Congratulations right. to you both and thanks right. for coming on. Yeah, it's the end of the